Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, the only show that's going to cover Deadpool 2 again. That's that's all I got for the intro. That's. I feel like it's a little unnecessary to cover Deadpool 2 again, but since I Other had than to wait, saw like I said, I had to wait a week. We're going to talk about my feelings about it. Here's where I've come to on this. You and I have talked about the whelmed feeling. Yes. If I compare to my feelings of Infinity War to my feelings of Deadpool 2, it knocks Infinity War up about seven or eight notches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Having rewatched Infinity told you, War myself. Like I said, I told you I was kind of whelmed on Infinity War, but if I compare my whelmed on Infinity War to my whelmed on Deadpool 2, Infinity War, it's going to take me I up. just don't understand how you're whelmed on Deadpool 2, or on um, Infinity War, but... Because there's not one part of that movie that, like, slows down. Even the emotional... Even the emotional moments maybe are just, maybe very Maybe I need fast. a little distance from the hype to watch it again. I think that might be it. That might be it. So, Deadpool 2. Were there a lot of things about it that I really liked? Absolutely. It's funny. Am I, I never sad said it wasn't. that I paid I'm, for it? No, I'm not sad that I paid for it I'm at glad all. I only paid two bucks for it. I had a gift card. No, I'm not sad I paid full ticket price for it, because I had a good time, and I did like the movie. But it's emotionally bloated and takes itself too seriously and it stops becoming a satire of superhero movies and becomes a superhero movie itself. Sorry, I had to get my recap in there. Was there a lot of things that I really liked about it? Yes, but it makes me wonder about a lot of the kind of behind-the-scenes politics that happened when they got rid of the original writer and director because of, you know... Uh, no, original writers are still on. Well, it's original, original director. Original director Tim because Miller. of quote-unquote creative differences. With Ryan Reynolds of, who yeah. co-wrote it. Yeah, so I kind of really wonder what the creative differences were. And were there a lot of things that made me laugh super fucking hard? Yes. You know, like... And the first five minutes do remind you of Infinity War. Yep. I really do like the fact that they started out with a major spoiler on Logan. How's that a major spoiler on Logan? The movie's been out for like almost two years. Yeah, a lot of people still. Okay. Did it spoil um, it for me? No. Did it crack me up? Absolutely. But once again, I thought that it, a lot of its pop culture references and meta humor were trying to cover up for the fact that it was becoming what it set out to make fun of. Um, an overly bloated, unstylistic superhero movie. I mean, there's always a wink and a nod when there's the wink and the nod to the superhero landing, or a wink and a nod with Deadpool taking the bullet to his heart and saying, I hope they got that in slow motion. But there's not a wink and a nod to him visiting Vanessa in the afterlife several times, which is, I'm sorry, cheesy and cliched. And did it even need to be in there? No. No, it did not. I have to tell you, I'm not going to lie, I really want the X-Men training jersey. Yes, I'm right I'm... Etsy, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I really want the X-Men training jersey, and it cracked me up how bunched up it was against the swords on the back of his suit. Yeah. And they kept calling him Trainee. <laughs> um, trainee? Did I love Russell? Of course I did. I thought that who's kid... Who's Russell? Fire Fist. The little... Oh, Rusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, did I love his character? Absolutely. He cracked me up, and I will use the phrase prison wallet from here until the end of time. That's an actual thing. Yes. Gross. Yeah. Uh, I like that pen actually came in handy. Like side note, I actually have that pen. Mm. The naked pen. You turn it over, and her dress comes off, so you can see her butt. Oh no, I do not have the one from his. What did you think of surprise villain of Juggernaut? I was not expecting it, and I really liked it. Okay. 
The thing is, Ryan Reynolds love, was the voice of Juggernaut. Turns out, interesting. What I really kind of cracked me up is they have the nod to the other X Men in the mansion where they shut the oh door. Oh my god! And it's like it's it's what's his name? Um, Holt, who plays the Beast. Yeah, and it's Quicksilver. Quicksilver, Professor X. Is Wolverine in that? I, because I don't remember. I, Hugh Jackman does get cameo credit, but I don't know if it's because of the, the time when the he time kills other scene, Deadpool. When he kills other Deadpool, which, by the way, was the only part of that movie where I did not stand up, but I should have. But I did clap. I don't care that I was the only person in the theater even clapping. I fucking clapped. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I don't know if it was that or if it was other Deadpool. Um, I was going to say, I like that. However, that did lead to a conversation between me and the people I saw it with about how the original script for Days of Future Past had them dropping Juggernaut out of a plane to break in and, uh, I was going to say, break out Magneto instead of having Quicksilver run through. Well, that leads into that there's... It's called the Rogue version mm-hmm. of Days of Future Past. I believe we've talked about it when it came I've out. Talked about the Rogue version, but like I said, the original script they used Juggernaut because there's of a whole heist aspect of getting yeah. Rogue out. I was going to say they used uh, Juggernaut instead of Quicksilver in one of the uh, other versions of the script before they settled on Quicksilver. It makes sense. Which the question was with Juggernaut: Does falling was... through the air help his power? Once he has momentum, he can't be stopped. So. Technically, yes. Though, weirdly enough, we also have to remember, because I'm a comic book nerd, Juggernaut's not a mutant. No, his power comes from magic. Correct. That, so that also, it's, like it's, I said, that also was part of the conversation, was does the momentum from him falling yes, help? Yes, it's once he gains momentum, he's, he can't be stopped. Okay. I have um, to tell you, though, every time I think of Quicksilver, I immediately get time in a bottle stuck in my head, because I love that fucking scene. And then, of course, is, I think of other Quicksilver. Is X-Men Quicksilver your Quicksilver, or is Avengers Quicksilver your Quicksilver? X-Men Quicksilver is better than Avengers Quicksilver. I agree. Like I said, but however, I do think of the Hawkeye scene where he's aiming the arrow and thinking nobody would ever know. <laughs> you got hit by a robot. No one will ever know. Yeah. Um, it, weirdly enough, makes me miss Hawkeye. That's an unpopular opinion. Um, can't wait to see Tag, though. I, My power I is basically tag. cancer. I'm like Hawkeye. <laughs> Oh, God, that's right. He's like, yeah, I can only drag you down. I um, did like a lot of the Marvel references. They have the sun's going down, big guy. That was worth seeing Deadpool on top of Juggernaut 4. What did you think of the X-Force all pretty much dying? I actually really liked it. Okay. However, I found it very interesting that he went back and only saved one of X-Force. See, this is... Now, if I had written this, this would have made, in my opinion, the movie better. Because it does have some emotional gravitas, so I would have added to that. And if you notice, well, we all want to see how Bedlam different. More. Terry Crews. I know. When you see um, Peter Wiz, uh, Peter's, um, I don't want to spoil my own thing. Peter's headshot. It's what's his name, Delaney, not Tom. John. John Delaney. It's not the comedian. It's the other one. But I always get them confused. Yeah, there's two Delaney's. Um, anyway, I wanted him to be like in a fat suit, and it was secretly him being the British spy, Peter Wisdom, with like the hot knives, the like solar energy yeah. flares that come out of his fingers. I'm explaining it for the listeners. I know. Um, I I wanted to see him going like, yeah, like the X Men are obviously are not doing their job because Deadpool shoots one of the people that work at the Essex house, which, a nod to Mr. Sinister, 
Same with, is it the end of Logan that we have the Essex Corporation? I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. Just, so, you know, the phrase secret sex lips cracked me up so fucking hard. Oh, yes. You and your secret sex lips. Um, yeah, I thought there were a lot of wasted moments in that with, with not only, the, I, I think, a great Peter Wisdom reveal, um, no, the setting up of Mr. Sinister and nothing ever happens. You keep he doesn't die, though. You keep it, who? Oh, that's right, Depender kills him. Yeah, the taxi hits him. Like, and then I expected, like, that was my post-credit, was, like, him becoming Mr. Sinister and going, like, nope, I'm still around. And it's like, holy fuck. Um, God, I love... But let's, I love the whole interview with a vampire gag. Yeah, it can be my Kristen Dunst. I'll never not think of that. Um... I do want to talk about some of the cameos. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about... I want to build up to one. So let's talk about when Cable travels back in time to our time, he meets two rednecks. One, obviously... He's talking about wiping his ass? Yes. That was Matt Damon. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Under a lot of makeup, that was Matt Damon. And of course, his little buddy was uh, Alan Tudyk, who yeah. we love. But let's talk about the big five, less than five second cameo yeah. of Brad Pitt <laughs> as the Vanisher. Vanisher? Yeah, the Vanisher. Um, who is just a teleporter. That's literally like, everyone goes, oh, he's whatever. Now nah, he's, he's a teleporter. That's all his power is. Um, yes, but after reading that Spider-Man black cat where the low-grade teleporter was teleporting <laughs> heroin into people's veins. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, the, what do they call Mr. Brownstone? I don't remember. I believe it's Mr. Brownstone because that's code for heroin. Yeah, but like I and said, Guns and Roses, huh? when he's the low-grade teleporter and he's overdosing people yeah, by who, teleporting drugs. Yeah, he becomes drugs. the Mysterio by the end of that. Jesus Christ. Like, it was really because smart. Because he was being raped by his brother. So dark. Yeah. Well, that added the college rape to Black Cat's mythology or continuity in Canon. Marvel. Yeah. Um... But enough about Evil That Men Do, which is the name of that storyline. Um, evil That Brad Men Do, Pitt yeah. said, I'll be in Deadpool 2, but I only want to be paid in scale, which means he has to be paid at least $100. Fair enough. And Ryan Reynolds has to bring me coffee. Once. I, which, I imagine Ryan Reynolds being okay with that. Ryan Reynolds brought him coffee. Apparently, according to, to people... It was a uh, uh, double dry cappuccino, and Brad Pitt had already forgotten it. That was one of his terms. His stipulations. So he just like showed up with a coffee, like here you go, and Brad Pitt's like, oh fuck, I forgot. <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds could have not even brought him coffee, and it would have been fine. But it's kind of awesome that he did forget. Um, yeah, Deadpool two. I'm whelmed. I'm sorry. Well, no, that's exactly what I, how, I, how I put it when they're like, what did you think? I'm like, I'm whelmed. There was a lot of things I liked it's about funny. it. It's funny. I'm never going to say it's not funny. I laughed. I don't regret seeing it. Do you think, what do you think of the time travel stuff at the end? It undoes well, the movie. It doesn't, it doesn't shock me in the slightest. Because, I mean, him and Vanessa go on to have two kids. No, also, they don't. No, they do. No, they don't. At least in one comic line. I was going to say, also, she hasn't become... He has become, a daughter, but now with Vanessa. Like I said, also, that she hasn't become copycat yet. I'll give you that one. And can we talk about how Domino is kind of the, the savior of what the movie? What if his genetically mutated sperm is what turns her to mutant? Awesome. 
Also, what kind of savage eats like, toaster strudels without... He says mutant penis or whatever that was. Like I said, what kind of savage eats toaster strudels without putting the icing on them? Well, but he puts them in the toaster first. We need to have the possum kingdom turned down, I think. God. But, what, what... I don't control this place. I meant go ask her. Well, I'm sure she'll come over. Um... But, it's yeah. the laziest guitar line, by the way. It's just drop D and open chord. It's so fucking lazy. Did I like the fact that Ryan Reynolds went back and, you know, dealt with other Deadpool? Did they hear us Angry thinking? Angry Lantern. Because it got turned down. Oh, did it? Oh. Yeah. Apparently I might have they... said that loudly. Okay, I was going to say, way. and I do like the, the Green Lantern reference in there. It's a, you're welcome, Canada. But it's also one of those things where I kind of feel like he, he regrets Green Lantern, but he doesn't because that's where he met his now wife and mother of his two children. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Green Lantern sucked, but it also set you up for some pretty awesome shit later on in it your life. It didn't outright suck, though. Like, I've watched the director's cut. No, that's cut. the thing. You and I have had this conversation. We watched the director's cut, and it made a lot more sense and was a lot better. It's still not great. No, it's not great, but it's not it's as a, sucky too many cooks as it in the was. Kitchen. Yeah. It was. They had, like... I think like four writers on that, and then you know the producers and executive producers weighing in, and but, it, it, it was just a hot mess. It was a but train so wreck. So you remember but, the first time that I had kind of made you watch or introduced you to the director's cut, and there was a lot more stuff that made a lot more sense now. Oh yeah. Because like I said, the director's cut, it's it's not terrible. No. Not great. I mean, it wasn't a great movie. But it was never going to be a hit. It was not a great movie. But, but it's, it's like not watching terrible. it's like watching the director's um, cut of uh, Daredevil. How did you know that's exactly what I was going for? Because I almost said Deadpool. Um, yeah, it's like watching the director's cut of Daredevil. It's not great, but it's not horrible. It makes it no. The director's cut makes it so much more, so much better. I I don't think Daredevil's a bad movie if you watch the director's cut. It's Is that darker. What Charlie Cox darker. Calls him an okay, De- uh, an okay Daredevil. He wasn't a bad Daredevil. I'm never gonna buy Ben Affleck as a lawyer. Now can I give you that? You're like blind, fine. Lawyer, not so much. Um, one of those is harder to to act to than the other yeah. one. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the king of England in ten minutes. What? It's a Family Guy cutaway where they have. I was going to say Ben Affleck. He's supposed to be like Henry VIII in ten minutes, so he starts, you know, practicing the the English oh, accent. Hello, hello, nailed it. All right, let's go. Was it actually Ben Affleck? Oh. I want to know Matt Damon did the Matt Damon line in yes but this one is married to Jennifer Garner and didn't have a sense of humor uh, I think he you know he's still overly sensitive um let's get into the list <laughs> uh we're gonna jump around um let's go fla- oh, we'll, a couple finales since we're getting to that time of the year uh the flash finale happened mhm they finally defeat the thinker using uh, his wife and emotion. Who gives a shit? Um, saw it coming. Don't care. Once again, I go back to my whole thing about how I think the CW superhero shows, the Berlanti verse, the Arrowverse, whatever you want to call it, need to have shortened seasons. I see that with um, Legends. It was great. Um, I Zombie. The finale's tonight, and it's only like they only get one more season. What? Yeah, they renewed it for one more season and canceled. Oh, fuck. Really? Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, that brought it down. 
Well, I'm sorry, um, but I mean, I, I love iZombie, but it's always been kind of a struggling show. It's a bubble show, isn't that what they call it? Where it's on yeah. the bubble? Like I said, it is very beloved by its fan, but it has never drawn a huge audience on night of airing. And it is the CW. But it's rabid fan, like not to be glib, but I mean, like rabid fans, fantastic I have, writing. I have not one, but two Funko Pop dolls of Liv Moore. I bought you one, the New York, uh, the New York uh, Comic Con exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, you got me the one with her in the little black hoodie. Yeah, I, have an, I have another one of her in zombie. her lab coat with her bone saw. Um, man, that sucks. But it's got. My point is that it's got one more episode. They did, a, I think, a 12 or 13 episode season. Something happens every episode. Flash doesn't have that. Arrow doesn't have that. I feel like a lot of shows that have decided to go through a format where they do like 12 episodes, mid-season finale, and then wait a while, and then do the second half of the season, are actually kind of a better format, where you do I, two shortened seasons a year. Okay, so that's what's going on with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is that they do what they're, they call them pods. Yeah. Where last season was Ghost Rider, LMD, and Agents of Hydra. Mm-hmm. And it worked. I'm not going to complain about Green Day being too loud because I love Green Day. Um, actually quieter than it was before, but okay. Well, people need to know Green Day's point. Um, I still like a shortened season. No, I think that 12 episodes is good. For something like I mean, a zombie, yes. Even, For even something like Arrow like, and Flash... I'd say 16. Like I said, but even 10 episodes, you can get a lot done. Yeah, but that's not American. Do you have a belly dancer in your pocket? What was that? It's change. Holy shit. I'm a waitress. Just quarters. Holy <laughs> fuck. I'm a waitress. <laughs> she's yeah, gotta, no, you don't have to show me. She's got to do some laundry later. Don't judge her. It's oh, true. Fair enough. Doug? <laughs> yeah, please. Okay. Um... No, but I mean, I get 16. I think 23 is too many. Yeah, 23, 24, whatever it was. I was going to say. I, I know it's network, but like, come the fuck on. Like, you're dragging out the 12 best metas. You're dragging out the thinker and, and all that. And no, this is I mean, you and so I had strong. some complaints about this with, I think, even like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, where there's some episodes where I felt like it was just kill, killing time. Which, by the way, Luke Cage, season two coming out next month. Oh, I know. I've been using a TV time, the TV time app. Um, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is out, I think, in a couple of days. The last season? No, they haven't said it's the last season. Huh? Like, I didn't watch last season. I don't. It's still pretty awesome. I know, but like I said, that that's coming out soon, and not that you care, but New Queer Eye is coming out soon too. Sure. You want a positive and uplifting show? Watch the New Queer Eye on Netflix. Is it the original Queer Guys? It is not. It is a new Fab Five that are endorsed by the old Fab Five, but they are awesome. Yeah, that's right. I said all okay. of those things. All right. Um, the one thing from the Flash finale I can speak positively about... Okay, I just made a face. Um, yeah, you just made a face like the, you smelled something bad. Is that the like mystery girl that you've seen come up at like, their wedding and in... in Jitters um, has been revealed that it is uh, Barry and Iris' daughter, Nora. Now, am I a little irked that they couldn't just name her Dawn? Because that would be the names of Barry Allen and Iris' kids. Uh, Dawn and Dawn, the Tornado Twins. 
D-O-N and D-A-W-N. Oh, God. But they, it does make sense. If they had a daughter, they would name her after Barry Allen's mother. Okay. Like, fine. Yeah, I just I'll let that name one go. I, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it either. Um, oh, and she fuck. says, I've traveled back in time. Sorry, I just popped my elbow. And I've made a huge... I, I may have made a mistake. So now we don't know uh, what that mistake could be. Could it be saving Flash from destroying the satellite meteor that was going to destroy Central City after the Thinker was defeated by his wife and an on-off switch. Um, yeah, that's how dumb the fucking finale was. Um, we'll see. Does she look like Excess from the Legion of Superheroes? Yes. Have I heard some rumblings about that there will be the Tornado Twins? Yes. Am I going to watch Flash next season? Of course. But it's CW starting to get like under duress. Am I am I watching? It? I feel like Ferlanti's like pulled in too many different directions. Because he's got what like four shows he's overseeing. Plus he's got a new one that's supposed to be coming out, and I don't remember the synopsis for it. It's not a superhero show, but he's got another one he's got in development for CW. But between what Legends, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Supergirl, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. That's five plus the one he's got. And in Black Lightning's not technically part of the universe. Yet, Black um, Lightning is getting fantastic word of mouth, though. Outside of what the suits look like, I'm in. Like once again, sounds like Luke Cage, looks like Steel. Like if they kind of sharpen up the production design, in my opinion, I think it's fantastic, especially because it this shows. This is like the Diggle anti-helmet. Yeah, well, it's the way that like the original like set pictures of um, Zachary Levi's Shazam looked Ooh. really fucking rough. But now that we're seeing a lot of post stuff, it's like, no, no, can't that works. Um, cannot wait to watch Zachary Levi fight The Rock, by the way. Like, let that sink in. Um, so, I kind of feel like The Rock is our generation Samuel L. Jackson. Like, no, the man is, Samuel no, L. Jackson is no, cross like, no, no, I mean, like, like, the man is always working. Okay, I'll one-up you. He's our generation's Michael Caine. He never says no. You're absolutely right. He is our generation's Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, good. They're going over there. Um, no, he's absolutely our generation's Michael Caine. Because it's one of those things where it's like, he doesn't say no, but I mean, I can see why he says yes to all of these projects. Like, even Rampage. Which is the highest rated video game movie. Like I said, even Rampage, I can get why he said yes to that, because he's like, this seems like fun. And they probably will pay me a lot. I do not understand oh, yeah. why he did, like, the Earthquakes Los Angeles movie. Uh, San Andreas. San Andreas. I don't know why he did that one, but I mean, maybe his kid needed some college tuition or something. Yeah, probably. Sweet 16 party, right there. It's like the whole James Brolin joke in Deadpool 2. Are you redoing a kitchen or something? He's into the biggest movies this summer, so far. Well, uh, I feel like it's like he got you know, divorced from Diane Lane and then decided to make a shitload of money. So it makes me wonder what kind of divorce settlement they had. Or the kind that, like, Russell Crowe had where it's, like, the art of divorce and he was, like, auctioning off all of his stuff to pay for it. Well, they didn't... Supposedly, they didn't have a particularly acrimonious divorce. Who's that? Diane, Diane Lane and, Josh Bro- and James Rowland. They seem like pretty cool people. Well, it's just one of those things where I think he was having, like, a, 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 I was going to say a substance abuse problem, and she was just kind of done. He's been sober for five years, according to what he said on WPS. Well, yeah, like I said, he's gotten his shit together, <laughs> but it was still, you know, the end of their marriage. At the time, yeah. yeah. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, 
Does he maybe need to put in new credits so we can get residuals later on that are not, you know, stipend oh, to give him a little bit? Oh, if he had anything bit? on the back end of Avengers, he's sitting pretty. Same with Dan Jr., same with Evans. I actually read an article recently about Donald Sutherland where they hired him for Animal House because they needed a name to put on the poster and they kept offering him like $25,000 plus 2% and he thought it was going to be a failure so he made them pay him $35,000 and if he had actually just taken the 2% he would have made millions. Well it was um, one, Jack Nicholson becoming the highest paid actor ever um, based on his, um, he had the, like front end and back end points on the original Batman, the mm-hmm. 89 Batman, yeah. Bat fucking mania. Um, which, Do the bat dance. I mean, I got, I was around for it, man. Like, it was insane. Um, you were as well. Yeah, of um, course. And then, uh, what is it, when... Well, it was also what, like, Tom with, Hanks, with, I think, in Forrest Gump had a bunch on the back end. Uh, the best one is still George Lucas when... With the toy rights. Yeah, they were like... Merchandising keep, keep, rights, Keep the merchandising me. rights, because this movie's going to be nothing. It's about space wizards, and it's filmed in, like, a tiny studio in London called Pinewood, which is now a thing. Um, yeah, like, and he was like, okay, merchandising rights, I'll take it. Sheets, toys, toilet paper, fucking everything. Clothing, everything. And I had it. I had it all as a kid. Uh, wallpaper. The action figures alone. Wallpaper. Yeah. I mean, just incredible. So. Um, but, you know, terrible segue. Uh, the Krypton finale. Oh, yes, please. I haven't watched any of it. Um, I, I'm. So, binge it is what you're telling me. Yeah, I mean, it's over now, so the first season. They've already got a second season. Well, but I mean, you're it's kind one of those things where they're going like to go with it. I feel like it's one of those universes I need to get locked into. So binging it locks it's you in a, quick. Binging it's a better idea. Yes, and it locks you in quick. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, they build the Kryptonian like society really quick, um, and all the in and outs and all the political intrigue. But once you're in, like you're in, in, in my opinion, I considering it was ten episodes. You say your five our five episode rule. That's already half the season. Well, it's one of those things, though, where they kept announcing that they were going to do Krypton, and I'm like, this sounds like bullshit, this sounds like bullshit, this sounds I like don't bullshit. Care, I don't and then care. you came in, and you're like, no, you need to give it a chance. This is some shit. Because when they start doing all of their, like, cliffhanger reveals, like, four episodes in, you're like, what the fuck However, is going on? However, this in the does show suffer in a good from way. the I don't care where the things I like come from. Yeah. And, and admittedly, the I've does... never been hugely interested in Superman. He always seemed a little but bit... But he's not in it, which is great. But it's the lead-up to Superman. Eventually. This is like 200 years before Superman. Speaking of things that take us back... I don't know. Was this System of the Down? Yeah. I fucking hate this band. Um, okay, then. <laughs> that grilled cheese isn't melted. You are medium geniuses. If I can do the Pat and Oswald bit. Um, well, now I want but it ends, it ends with... Two things, which if these don't intrigue you to watch it, I don't know what will. Oh no, I already had vague mental plans to watch it because you recommended it. And I you and I normally take each other at face value. The two things in this finale. And I'm not even getting into like the weird one. The like, you're like, wait, what the fuck did they just, what did they just do with the main character? Um, I'm not even going to talk about that. Just see it. Um, I'm going to talk about, real quick, Doomsday gets released. Oh my. How does and he look? Good. Okay. He looks good. You haven't seen that much of him, but yeah. 
and you get those who are not with us will kneel before Zod. It's some shit. Especially when you get to like Zod's whole backstory you realize during the show Krypton it's fucking intense. Yeah. Um, so I love it. Um, I, I'm going to watch the second season. So I'm not dying here's the for question. it. But Apparently we're already on Sharknado 6. Yeah. Is that, involves time travel. is that what's, you know, paying for everything on Sci-Fi Channel? Apparently, and do you know Sorry. the premise of Sharknado 6? I haven't even seen Sharknado 2. I barely watched Sharknado. 2 is alright. 3 is when they start getting really rocky. Uh, apparently, in six, Ian Ziering has the choice to go back in time and stop the first Sharknado. Like, not the movie, the event. Fucking time travel. Gives me a headache. I love it. So what I was going to tell you, though, that it's actually become a joke between the two of us. You know my ride, Yaroslav. Mm -hmm. uh, guess what his last name is? Sharknado. L. Oh, wow, really? Like, House of L? E-H-L. That's close. Well, he's Czech. Did you ever read uh, Superman Red Sun? No. Yeah, but like anyway. I said, no, his name is Yaroslav L. Which wouldn't be that far of a stretch to make into Kryptonian. No. No. I agree. I agree. Um, let's get into... Uh, I've been playing... I, I beat, as I talked about last week. I beat God, God of War. War. Um, and finally picked up uh, tried to get into Last of Us Remastered again and this is something where when I went to GameStop uh, running errands and getting some Funko Pops for us um, the, guy the guy at GameStop said you know I tried to play that game and it didn't take but the second time I tried to get into it I totally got into it and that's well, exactly what happened. That's kind of the thing that Last of Us is known for. It's known for the emotional impact in the beginning. Oh, absolutely. And then people tend to walk away from it for a while, but then they come back. They, people tend to replay that Sometimes from what I'm they together. come back. Okay. Some kind of zombie reference? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Last of Us totally... I mean, I just picked up where I left off. Um, but what I hated about it is what I love about it. Um, what I hated about it when I first started playing it is that resources are scarce. Um, if I run into a bad situation, I have to run because I don't have the health kit, I don't have a shiv, I don't have the ammo to back up this fight. Now I love that aspect, that everything is so scarce. I spend more time running around looking through fucking drawers and like dark corners just hoping I'd find some, like, rags and alcohol in the fucking build. A Molotov cocktail? Well, Molotov cocktails... Or, like, a bandage? Uh, Molotov cocktails to craft in the game are the exact same items as a health kit. So you oh, have to decide... That totally so you have to decide, sense. do I want to, like, flame bomb a bunch of fucking morons, or do I want to survive a bunch of morons? So what do you think, fire or health? Health. Oh, it's fucking health. Not fire. I just, okay. I just unlocked the like nail bomb, which is basically made of broken pairs of scissors, a soup can, and explosives. Anytime you say that, it makes me think of uh, Saving Private Ryan when he makes the sticky bomb. Yeah. Which, oh my god. 
Um, Still, just the emotional impact of Saving Private Ryan. Right? Um, like, you think, you're like, no, I've seen this before. It won't be as terrible when, you know, no, it, Vin it Diesel is. dies and he gets blood on the letter for his father. And then Tom Hanks explains he's just a teacher. Ugh. Ugh. I don't ever want to rewatch that movie. In a good way. Well, I like, mean, it's, I don't ever it's, want it's to cheapen not... by my cynicism. No, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not like I don't want to rewatch that movie Requiem for a Dream. But it's also just you kind of want to keep that first initial emotional impact that you got. And the thing is that as much as, you know, they, they were kind of going for the gut and the kick in the dick, there were real people like that in pretty much every war. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, people that were from a very humble place with a profession that had nothing to do with anything but rose above to carry everyone else. Goddamn right. Sorry, we should continue on. So, The Last of Us. Yeah, so I'm totally into it. Always health. Um, I have it on my list because when my friend Edgar and I don't see each other for, like... My days off plus his days off, so we don't see you each make other. Make sure to high five penises and then talk about this. Oh yeah, dude, we yeah. totally tickle it. But um, has one, touch balls or is it just like shaft? Oh head? no, just tip to tip. Okay. Um, not docking, but it's tip to tip. Um, but one one of the things that we I had on my list to talk to him about was like a certain zombie or whatever they call them um, in Last of Us that. Uses echolocation. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because if you see the dark. They're basically a bat. Yeah, but it's kind of cool because different kinds of. Okay, so basically it's that um, like that zombie fungus that like reanimates ants. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. They're not zombies. It's but, not the rage virus. Correct. That's exactly what I was going for on that one. So you do have runners who are like in the first stages of this thing, who have their eye, their their eyesight, um, but they're just kind of mindless. You know, but they're fast, like the rage fighters. And then, like the final stage, are these things called clickers that use yeah, echolocation. They use echolocation. So when you have a combination of those two in a room, well, clickers don't see your flashlight, but runners do, and so, runners don't hear you as well. You know what I mean? Like, so you kind of no, have to it's, go it's, like you have to be like, do you want to see, or or do, do you, you want, want to sneak? Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of strategy. I mean, a lot of this game is they expect a sane human being, which I am not when I play those games. Yep. Um, I'm like, I don't like just run in with a shotgun. I sneak around first. But then if I'm like in a corner, it's like fucking shotguns. Um, but it's a matter of like, yeah, like it's, I have two different kinds of things, but I can't use my flashlight because the runner will make a sound that will alert the clicker, and now I'm fucked. Well, I have like... And this two, is like, I'm in the first like 10% of this game. Like I said, I have like two references for that. One being the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they're talking about the towel. And he's talking about you run into a creature somewhere where you immediately need to wrap your towel around your head because the creature is so stupid it assumes if you can't see yeah, it, it, it can't, can't see, see you. you. However, there is the other joke in Family Guy where they talk about the hooker whose sight is based on motion so if you stand still it can't see you. Like a T-Rex. Sorry, they can't see me doing tiny T-Rex, T-rex arms. arms. I'm doing tiny T-Rex arms. I actually did that at work where someone came up and I kind of hid behind the host stand and I said, maybe you're like a T-Rex. If you don't see me, like, you know, if I don't move, you can't see me. She goes, yeah. I said, also, I wish you were extinct. Wow. Yeah, this girl and I have kind of a combative... Relationship? Yeah. 
So I was actually with a friend, and he drives a box truck for a living. He delivers custom parts to all of the dealerships. But we were driving down an alley that had a bunch of really overgrown trees in it. We're driving down, and he's like, when we do this, and all the plants bounce off the windshield and go behind us, I like to pretend I'm running in Jurassic Park. Fucking raptor scenes. That's what I call that. I think we all know what I'm talking about. Can we just so, talk? Last of Us. Do you have oh, any other thoughts? No, I, I, like, like Actually, I said, I the first like ten percent of it. I have a the first up on ma- that, but still. The, the first quote unquote like major character death has happened, and it was, it's not heart wrenching. When it happens, she goes out like a fucking pro, and she's not on the cover of the game, so you're like waiting for this bitch to die. But she gets gunned down, like buying you time and at one point you can go like to an upper level and see the SWAT team like come in over her shot out body and you're like holy fuck that's some shit no I get that so what I was going to lead into is I tried this before but I'm going back into it there's a free app and you can actually get you know the upgrades because it's a freemium called uh, Zombies Run, and it's actually an exercise app. Yeah, like you're being chased by zombies. And I only use it when I'm walking, because I only run if chased, although this app would probably help with that. <laughs> Look at me. Like, yeah. But like I said, it gives you a storyline, and so you walk, you know, the certain amount of distance, and it gives you the storyline of you trying to get to Able Town, which is, you know, the safe place, and outrunning the zombies. But in the first sequence of events, you are heading towards Abletown, and you have to run from the zombies. And they end up giving you the name Runner 5, because the previous Runner 5 has gotten captured. And as you're trying to get back to the township, you run into the zombie that Runner 5 has now become. And she's still super fast, because she was a crazy fast runner. And she's still running, wearing her headset that she can hear all the communications from Abletown. No, they don't affect her. But it's okay. just one of those things where she's super fast, and she's still just that zombie that is Fuck real. And you're like, oh. I will get uh, back to you on how I end up liking the game. I like it because, like I said, since I'm poor now, I can't buy any more audiobooks, and this is free. But it does. Like I said, I'm walking around at my own pace, and I'm just going to say a specific period of time collecting supplies. And it actually does have a pretty interesting... It's like, you know... Walking Dead if it didn't get stupid. Oh, I'll take offense to that. Well, no, because uh, they have other townships that they're, oh, kind, of, they're kind of embattled with. It's and not as constricted as the first like, three seasons. There you go. Walking like I said, Dead. they have other townships okay. that are not necessarily like connected to them. More and more communities. but Well, the new one that I'm supposed to go on, they had this little like community that was doing well and then just disappeared. And in my next mission, when I go out walking, I need to uh, rescue a child. Find what happened to because the whole like township. The child in The Last of Us is so fucking funny. She just keeps telling people to fuck off. Literally. I mean, it's it's R-rated. It's mature, but she's just like One of my favorite YouTube videos is the opening to Last of Us when they make like teenagers watch the opening when the little girl gets the broken oh, and leg the and dies. And like these teenagers no. watching it and just being like Totally emotionally scarred. There's got to be a super cut of like Ellie just telling people to fuck off and I'm flipping them absolutely off. Absolutely certain. And I guarantee you, like, it is so fucking funny because I laugh when she does it. When like you meet this new like this guy who's you know unstable recluse, um, he's helping you save a car or build a car. Which, by the way, I've got to say, Last of Us is a great name, um, but the game should just be called Nothing Goes as Planned and then something with a mushroom face kills me. 
that just makes me think of the, you know, Twilight Zone should be called... Nice try, asshole. Nice try, asshole. Sorry, I didn't step on your joke You didn't there. step on my joke. That's exactly well, what it is, though. We both stepped on Hardwick's joke on that one, but yes. But I mean, that's what The Last of Us is. Nice try, asshole. Um, speaking of apps, uh, this will be a quick one. Um, I've been playing Disney Heroes. It's... Okay, so you know I play a game called Dragon Soul. I've been playing it yeah, for the last... Yeah, you've been playing it for quite like, some time, yeah. yeah. Since it came out almost three years ago. Um, it's basically Dragon Soul with Disney characters. So I'm not, like, so into it because I'm, like, I'm getting what I want out of Dragon Soul, so I just kind of play Disney. I mean, it's Disney. one of those where they had a lot of success with Kingdom Hearts, which is basically them taking kind well, of... Well, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out this year. But I'm just saying, it's them taking the their characters it. and inserting it to a basic video game premise. Well, it's Final Fantasy with Disney characters. And I repeat, they've had great success with inserting yeah. their characters First into... Yeah, so good. Yeah, so that's what they're doing here. Right, well, they, effectively, Dragon Soul got the... The company that puts it out, per blue, um, got like, the license rights or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. Like My team right now is like... Sully with Boo, is that her name? Or the, they call her the little kid? The little girl, yeah, yeah. Boo. Um, it's Sully and Boo. Uh, I've got... Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. I've got Vanellope. Uh, record. Is it Vanellope Von Snoot? Schweetz. Von Schweetz. Vanellope Von Schweetz. I got her, I got Wreck-It Ralph, I got... Or, I guess, Ralph. Um, uh, Miss Incredible. And Are you talking about Elastigirl? Yeah, that's it. Which, She's by the not... way, I'm very excited for The Incredibles 2. Oh, I'm so fucking rock hard for that sequel. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, like, my brother-in-law almost never has movies in common with me, but I think we're going to go, me and him and my sister, to the draft house and see Incredibles 2. Oh, God, yes. Uh, I cannot wait for that. It looks so Because, I mean, so thank you, Brad Bird. I know that Tomorrowland sucked, but please let Incredibles 2 be okay. It didn't... It was poorly. It, didn't it was. Rock. It was poorly marketed. Yes, it was. But his Brad Bird's is one of the best Mission Impossible's. Because he did Ghost Protocol, the one in Dubai. I really am sad that I don't have a hood to put up right now. I know. Well, it's going Ghost Protocol. I actually, I actually will probably go see Fallout. It looks really fucking cool. I actually had a heated they're debate not look, with this they, about a friend great. of mine. They're just cool. No, I had a heated debate with this about a friend of mine. He's like, why the fuck do they keep making Mission Impossible? I'm they keep like, making money? No, I'm like, because Tom Cruise needs more money for Scientology. He's like, who goes and sees it? I'm like, I do, because I will see every movie Simon Pegg is in. Ending Rains. Which, by the way, him and Nick Frost's company is about to put out a horror comedy. Production company is going to put out a horror comedy pretty I mean, soon. I can't remember the name of it. I will look it up later. So, and then yeah. Simon Pig does. I will watch. That's pretty much it. But yeah, the director of the Incredible Fear of Everything is directing their first. Uh, had Simon Pig in it, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. He was the star. But like I said, he's directing their first horror comedy for their production company, which literally I cannot think of the fucking name of right now. On a follow-up to it's that... It's something funny, though, I remember Like that. I said, on a follow-up to that, I don't think I'm going to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Show your work. I didn't see Ant-Man. And when I what? saw it, I was... Well, well, I've seen it now, oh, but I okay. didn't go see it in theaters. I didn't see it till way later. What did you think of it? Eh. I liked it. I didn't dislike it. Did I like his friend a lot more than I liked him? Did you think that... Did you see the thing where, like, at the beginning of Avengers Infinity War, like, all the movies should be recapped, but by that guy, by Michael Pena? 
Fucking absolutely. I would watch him exp- it's explain like, anything. No, it's ever. like the John Mulaney joke with Ice T explaining sex crimes. I could watch that forever. Yeah. Um, but I'm like I said, Ant Man and the Lost. One, it seems like she has a massive character change. How's that? Well, it's just she's still. She's been training her entire life. Yeah, to but become she's the still a little bit funny in Ant Man. I think she's gonna be funny on this one. It's not how they're selling it. Well, I think she's gonna be the counterbalance to Ant Man, obviously. Do I think the action looks incredible and very smart? Once again, shrink food. Fuck yeah, like yeah. I said, do I think it looks incredible and very smart? Absolutely. I don't think I want to pay for it. And I, I will. I will pay for you. And I don't think. No, I'm serious. I'd rather see the Incredibles. Well, you can save your money for that. We'll go see that. But um, we'll Ant Man the Wasp, I, I want to see. If only because I think at the end of it, people are going to start fucking disappearing. Oh, God, if they do that, that will totally pay off the whole fucking movie. Yep, because that's effectively oh, happening, shit. like, concurrently to Infinity War. No, if they, say, if they do that, that will totally pay off the whole movie. Which, by the way, I actually read an and article where the Russo brothers weighed in on the uh, Peter Parker disappearance. The reason why he had a much longer death is well, because spider of sense. exactly. They, I said that last week, two no, weeks ago. No, but I mean, Three they actually ago. they actually confirmed they it, actually though. Confirmed yeah, that he like, sensed what was. Well, he says like I feel weird. Yeah, and no, it's a like I said, sense. no. The Russo brothers actually confirmed that's why he had the much longer seat. It's yeah. because of the Spidey, which I'm still pissed. There's no Spidey in Homecoming. Don't get me wrong, I liked Homecoming. There's I like no Spidey. There's no Spidey sense. No, it's not a, to quote Deadpool 2, it's not, it's a hard one to be cinematic with. Well, here's the thing is, I don't think it's hard, original... I don't think it's hard to be cinematic with. What I was saying is that I don't think that he's basically started paying enough attention to it. I think it's early enough on in his quote-unquote superhero and... career is that he hasn't learned that he needs to pay attention to the Spidey sense yet. Well, he doesn't that... know how intuitive and how accurate it is. Well, that's the... Uh, you have that in... It's like um... the whole trying to control your powers thing. Yeah. There is, there's a learning curve. Um, his spider sense will instinctively move his body the way it needs to move to dodge bullets, ray guns, whatever it is. Um, when people have but taken over... he has to over... surrender himself to it. Yes. And he knows when to do that. But he doesn't now, know in yet. Stuff like when Superior Spider-Man, when Doctor Octopus takes over his body, um, for like two years of comics, and it was fucking awesome. Please read it. Not, I mean, everyone. You I'm, I'm sorry, I was. All on you, all on Rolling my eyes about the Clone Saga, but anyways. No, Superior Spider-Man is so fucking good. No, no, no. That, that but wasn't at one it. Point, was like, just, I don't care if Spider-Man's a clone. Everyone who's ever taken over his body, which is a common, you know, trope, um, goes, oh, there's this, like, the back of my neck is itching, but I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. And that's his spider sound. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way they describe it. Uh, there's, like, an itching at the back of his skull, but no one quite knows what it means. But, yeah, he's learned to trust it. He's learned to recognize it, to weaponize it, um, to some extent. Um, yeah, I agree that, like, this is... A, young, a younger Spider-Man. So he doesn't know to trust the Spidey sense yet. I think, once again, he... And I do absolutely Intrinsically love... knows that it, his body will just do what it needs to do to avoid bullets and all that. Like, if he just... And you do see that. Like, whenever someone shoots at him, he just moves. 
But I mean, it's a not a bit, conscious effort. A little effort. bit of that was taken away by the suit. Which suit? The one the iron, that Stark. The iron, yeah, the iron Spider suit. No, but I mean, in, I didn't like. No, it. in Homecoming, Stark gives him the suit. And oh, the training wheels protocol. Like I said, a little bit of that is taking away from I him don't the suit. So. However, I love I right at the beginning of Infinity War when the Russo brothers make the hair on his arm stand up because of yes, his spidey sense. It shows a, a physiological reaction to something. And um, the funny thing is that the main thing I think about spidey sense is actually like a total throwaway scene from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where Will is making Hillary read him his Spider Man comics. And she's reading it, and she's like, and then there's smell lines coming out from him. And he's like, excuse me, that's his spidey sense? So, I it's believe in the It's very hard to cinematically say I spider sense. I believe in the Tobey Maguire, it was like it was like slowing down time around him. Um, I actually think it's more like Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, where he sees the situation and analyzes it and knows what he needs to do. I don't agree with that, because... The spidey sense happens on an unconscious level. No, no, I meant the explanation of the spidey sense. Yes. Not that, the, the conscious process. Okay, of I'll the give you that sense. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. But in that, yeah, it's an unconscious thing. Like, no, it's he just completely voluntary. I was going to say involuntary. It's basically a reflex. Because it also happens when he thinks his um, alter ego is in. Uh, or his like secret envy is in jeopardy. Okay. When he's gonna take off his mask, but he senses that like the kingpin's watching him. Well, really, Tobey Maguire should have taken that into you know consideration. Oh, when he that's was on the, the whole subway. running gag in Ultimate Spider-Man. Is there anyone who hasn't seen it with his mask? Like on? I said, when he was on the subway, mm, mm, mm. with the woman who has the baby in the lavender blanket who's standing up. No woman carrying a baby is gonna stand up on the subway. You Suck mean Spider-Man Two? Yeah. The train scene? Yeah. The most awesome fucking train scene ever? Where everyone knows Secondly, who Spider-Man is? Yeah, but they stand by him. It's so fucking powerful. Oh my god, I'm getting weepy. I love Spider-Man too, sorry. So, Disney Heroes, it's alright. Deb is doing her impression of Ellie from Last of Us and flipping me off. Um, uh, what else do you have, my dear? Well, we're going to hold off on the bracket again. Um, well, I so mean, I think we're another... kind of trying to save Bracket for when we really need it, which will probably be soon, since in theory it'll be working again. Also, in general, I'm fairly sickly. Okay. Well, I vomit a lot. Why would you admit that? I'm also, very, why? I have a very delicate stomach. Oh. Um, I guess we'll, we'll wrap up um, before well, we get to the usual I wanted to ending. talk about a couple things, but yes. No. Um, I'm kidding, of course. Please. Good lord. That sounded so insincere. I meant it sincerely. So, um, I started watching the Hulu original series, Deadbeat, which after the first, I think, two seasons starts starring Cal Penn. Well, he's the sidekick. And it's basically about a medium who talks to ghosts. But it is like the most R-rated ghost thing I've ever fucking seen. Like, there's definitely murder and getting rid of bodies and him trying to get fucked and him having sex with an old lady to get rid of a ghost. Scooby Natural? I feel like I did, but now I don't know what you're referencing. The Supernatural where they get trapped in Scooby-Doo. Oh, I did. And they're like, do they not know what murder is? Is it like that? Is it a little like, bit? No, is it like Dean on the ghost pirate ship? They're sleeping bags! 
like I said, no, deadbeat. So it's about essentially this guy who lives in, you know, Scumtown, New York, that doesn't make any money. And did you say Scumtown? I did. Is that the name of it? No. Oh. I have no idea which borough he lives in. Got it. But it's... Like I said, he doesn't work. He doesn't make any money. But he spends all of his time, like, doing drugs and drinking and all that sort of shit. And at to some drown point, out the ghost voices? No. Oh, just at some ghosts. point, but there's a little more to it than that. Yeah. But like I said, at some point he starts seeing ghosts. And he started seeing them since he was a kid. And he was a foster kid that was raised in an orphanage. So he really just doesn't have a lot of basage on anything Constant. like that. Go ahead. And so he's, you know, gets hired to help these ghosts solve their unfinished business. However, most of their unfinished business does not go as planned. Excuse me. I'm sorry. How do the ghosts pay him? They don't. People that want to get rid of the ghosts pay him. Oh, I see. Okay, so he's kind of like a ghostbuster. Okay. He is kind of a ghostbuster, but, you know, in a really weird, creepy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Like I said, it's on Hulu. The first couple seasons, he has a different sidekick, but in season three, he picks up Cal Penn. Kumar. Work for Obama. Like I said, and it's actually really funny. But it's one of those things where I think it's a little bit more realistic than most medium shows because he's a lot more invested in what's going on in his life than what's happening in the ghost life. Okay. Oh, sorry. Death. In the last episode, he has finally made it to go to this incredible New York party for this very well-known man, and he throws this ridiculous orgy every year. And they have somehow managed to finagle their way into getting into this orgy. But he runs into a ghost of an Amish person that wants oh, no. oh, this gets way worse. Wants him to bring his son home from Romspringa. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. To marry a specific woman because her husband dropped dead. And so he brings the guy home to marry this woman because, frankly, she's hot as hell. And they would be an excellent couple. But there's some other guy there that is moving in on his territory. It is later revealed in the episode that the guy that has showed up is this imposter that goes around from Amish community to Amish community and bangs hot Amish chicks and leaves. Like you do. Like I said, like he's basically an Amish date rapist. Yeah. I can't think of a funny term for that. There's not a funny term for that. Wagon banger. I'm sorry, I just keep thinking of dicks getting run over. Well, they do milk a lot of cows. Actually, it's a they reference. They churn a lot of butter. Actually, it, Butter both, churner. No, both references in the show that she has incredibly strong hands for milking, and then they have a butter churning competition later on. See? But like I said, it's, it's a Netflix original, and it's actually... Churner burner. Damn. There we go. Like I said, I, I've had it on my list for like two years, and I just randomly started watching it. And I hashtag that. <laughs> Turner Burner? Absolutely. Yeah. And I finally started watching it. It's actually really funny and clever and super dark. It's basically kind of like watching Dead Like Me, except more. Okay. But yeah. I like the move to look more mature stuff. That's, that's well, me. like I said, it's, it's a Netflix original. I like my shows, but I also like them to say fuck. Like I said, the first episode, he has to reunite these two lovers, which basically involves letting a ghost overtake him and banging an 80-year-old lady. I'm making a 
faces. Yeah, we're both making faces. Um, mistakes? Uh, mistakes I made this week. It's actually been a pretty good week. I don't see how you said sexually. Sexually. Sexually, it's been a good week. Um, actually, it has, but still, um, mistakes I made this week. No, it's been a pretty good week. My cats, unfortunately, since I moved home after house sitting, have been following me around like toddlers. But other than that, yeah. Uh, I've been overcompensating, but that's a whole other story. For your tiny dick. I have a medium dick, and by that I mean it talks to ghosts. It bangs eighty-year-old ladies. <laughs> I'm not high-fiving that. Damn it! Put your fucking hand down. Um. Uh, mistakes I've made I, to be perfectly honest absorbing things from other media that I want to put on this show hmm. wow this got real um, it's, I've made no secret uh, to Deb off air and on air based on the quote unquote AFE bracket we keep uh, intimating about yeah, yeah. Um, that I've been obsessed lately with the All Fantasy Everything podcast. Yeah, no, you've sent um, me links. Oh yeah, oh god, please listen to that episode. It's the episode where they, uh, it's they draft words that make them sound smart, and the pre- the preface of that is that they realize how dumb they are. Oh good lord! Oh, it's that sounds so amazing. Fun. It's so funny, um, but that they have these like terms that only like friends would have. So I can't rip I, I okay. can't rip them off. I can't. But I want to oh so bad. Like every time they get into a fight they're like, Hey, Sean, put your shirt back on. Like, oh my god, stop pointing that gun at him. They both have guns pointed at each other. Like it's talking about like how like worked up that they are weirdly too specific. To like to their social group? Yes, absolutely. Duck, I'm pretty sure I would never have to yell to you put your shirt back on. No, but I kind of want you to, like, if we were to ever disagree to that extent, where it's like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, and you're like, Doug, Doug, put your shirt back on. I would never have to Pants, say that. Pa- shirts off, pants are off. He's, he's ready to go Greco-Roman style. That's yeah, not even no, from I, the I would podcast. Never have to I just say made that, that up. So let's let's have Greco-Roman style on that one. But no, I never have to say that to you. I'd be like, okay, Doug, we'll talk about this later. But you know what I mean. Like, I'm gonna go eat meat with a check. I'm gonna pay a check for some meat. Wait, no, no we're, that, we're probably just gonna go eat lamb chops. Mm, I know, yeah. and I think I just bought a prostitute. Yeah, I'm pretty I think sure. I got one of those ladies that Trump peed on. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.